Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, Lisa the Life Coach. Hello my loves, so happy to have you here with me today. I am going to talk with you today about something that I know many of us struggle with. It's very common struggle for women, not that men don't experience it as well, but it seems like a very common and persistent issue for women, and that is comparison. I know you've heard the different, you know, sayings, and I think there's books written, you know, like compare and despair, comparison is the thief of joy, and things like that. And, you know, comparison is really just another way in our mind that we're, you know, criticizing ourselves and and beating ourselves up, really. And, you know, it can be very painful. And since it is so common with women and so painful, I definitely wanted to, you know, talk about that today and, and help some of you, you know, so that you could start self-coaching and start working through that to break free from it. I know years before I found coaching, I think it was, it was the first time that I went to therapy. Um, You know, I do have OCD and anxiety and major depressive disorder and inattentive ADD that, you know, so I've been through a lot of different stages and different types of doctors. But the first time that I went to therapy, I saw that I was starting to really struggle with body image in particular. And, you know, it had got to the point where I went out for dinner with my family and my boyfriend one night and, you know, my family was visiting. Um, I had moved away and I didn't get to see them that often. And it was a time when I, you know, would have liked to have been very happy and just present and enjoying time with my family and my boyfriend and all of us together. And we were waiting to go into the restaurant and I, you know, noticed a lot of other women and groups waiting and I started to compare myself to them and of course use it to beat myself up like why am I not pretty why am I sitting here even thinking about this it doesn't matter what I look like (laughs) um you know like I should be enjoying myself and having fun like they are so I was you know double layering it like I you know beating myself up because I'm not as pretty as they are and then for even thinking that or caring about that and not being you know enjoying myself so in that moment I realized that that was becoming a problem for me and you know that's when I first searched for a therapist and and found a therapist to help me with that So I know how painful it can be. And, you know, there are all kinds of ways that we compare ourselves, not just looks, even though I know that that's something that we as women or people socialized as women really struggle with a lot is, you know, comparing our appearance because that's kind of something that we've been conditioned that that's important for us. And, you know, that we have to compete for the male gaze and that, you know, it's important how you look and that's your your feature right as a woman which of course you know all of that is thoughts and conditioning and and not true at all and of course you know beauty and all that is in the the eye of the beholder we've talked about that before as well 
different people find different things attractive. But it, it's definitely something that we struggle with. And, you know, I've noticed being in the entrepreneurship space and even in the coaching space that, you know, social media has become a huge point of comparison. And I think there's a lot of research out there about how that's affecting mental health, you know, because you have this constant access to this stream of images and projections of how people's lives are (laughs) that we're comparing to. Like, you know, a lot of people, like I said, when you have your own business, it's like you're constantly seeing other people with their own businesses and they're having 10K months and, you know, they're doing this and they're doing that. And here they are on vacation and still having 10K months. And, you know, why are they doing better than you? Why do they have this and you don't? you should be further along and you just start beating yourself up. And we all know that it's a highlight reel, (laughs) that we're comparing ourselves to things that we don't know are true or we don't know the bottom of the iceberg. Like we're seeing just the tip of the iceberg. Like maybe they are on vacation and having 10K months. That is definitely possible. But we're not seeing underneath all the work you know, the growth and the struggle that they did go through because you don't get there without it. (laughs) We're not seeing all the process. We're just seeing that tip of the iceberg. And, you know, just much like for a ship, that's dangerous because we are judging ourselves and holding ourselves to that as the standard without, you know, realizing that different people, different roads, different journeys, and also we're not even seeing what all went into it for them. So it's really, you know, a point of having that negative impact on our mental health when we're looking at someone else's, oh, look at their home, how clean it is, their kids, how great they're doing, you know, whatever it is you're comparing yourself to, you're using that and criticizing yourself, reinforcing those feelings of I'm not good enough, you know, and that's generally how we do it is that we you know, lift other people up and say that they're doing great and we're doing horrible and beat ourselves up. And then sometimes we switch it, you know, and we'll use it in a self-esteem kind of way because we've talked about before self-compassion and self-esteem being completely different. Self-esteem comes when you pick yourself up by finding other people that you think you're better than. Like, oh, well, but I'm doing better than that or I'm doing better than this person over here. And It's still just criticizing, beating up, and not feeling good enough in ourselves. And it really has (laughs) nothing to do with the other people at all. A good example of that is, say you come out of the salon, right? You just got your hair done. You're like, oh my gosh, I feel like a million bucks. I look fantastic. You feel confident and happy. Then you're like, okay, I'm going to pick up some groceries on the way home. And you're picking up groceries and you look over and, you know, you see this beautiful young, maybe like, maybe it's like a college kid, or maybe you're a college kid, but you see a woman who you think is just beautiful. And she looks like she just rolled out of bed and looked like that. And she's, you know, picking up her groceries and, and suddenly you don't feel pretty anymore. Like you don't think it's not a feeling. It's a thought. You don't think you're pretty. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, she's thinner or younger or prettier or didn't have to go to the salon or, you know, whatever your thoughts are that you're using to beat yourself up. And, you know, that shows how it's all about just that, (laughs) that inner struggle to feel like you're not good enough. 
because you didn't change. You look the same as you did before she came in when you were feeling confident and great. Like nothing has changed. She existed before when you felt great and confident and beautiful. But now that you see her, it's your thoughts that have changed, right? Now you're like, oh, I don't look better than her. I'm not good enough. This level of looking good that I was confident about a few minutes ago is not enough. It's just your thoughts, right? (laughs) None of it's true. It's not her. It's the thoughts. And it is just reinforcing that not good enough and that we need to try harder and stay in our tribe generally. (laughs) It comes back to that. You know, it's where a lot of these things came from. It's just how our brain has evolved to protect us. So, you know, some of that comes from when we were in tribes and we really, really needed to fit in or we'd die, <laughs> which is not a problem now. But then we do have like a lot of modern issues. Like we talked about how we're socialized, that that's super important, how we look and how we get a man to protect us and provide for us if, you know, if that's what they're looking for. <laughs> not saying any of this is true, right? These are just thoughts and things that we're conditioned to think. Um, And that we still hold on to, even if many of us think, hey, things are changing. We know that's not true anymore. If you're feeling that compare and despair, if you're feeling that anxiety or that not good enough, there are still some thoughts there that where you're believing these things. And then, of course, we live in a society where we have so many options, right? And then competition is what fuels our system, our economy. So that's how we evaluate things like commodities. (laughs) And so we tend to think that people evaluate people that way. And, you know, maybe some people do, but that doesn't mean that it's accurate or it's right or that we have to live by that. But when you go in the grocery store and there are a million options that, you know, you have to learn to differentiate and to say, this is better than this because it's got this or it's that. And that's something that we do on a daily basis. But, you know, when it is a commodity or a service, that's one thing. But when we're doing it to ourselves and to people, that's different. And, you know, and that can get very, very nuanced and very close because, you know, you might even have to choose between two service-based things like, you know, two coaches. I know people coach shop sometimes and they compare coaches. But even then, we're trying to look at a service or commodity. (laughs) We're not comparing people because we're all extremely unique in who we are and there is no comparison. It's not apples to apples. It's like trees in a forest. We're all so different and we're planted in a different spot and every aspect of who we are and what we look like, even as a tree, you know, trees, they look different. It's beautiful and unique in its own way. So comparison whether we (laughs) feel not good enough or we use it to try and give ourselves a self-esteem boost, not confidence, but self-esteem, it doesn't work and it just makes you feel depressed and not good enough. And also, you know, another part of that is that belief that you're not good enough. We've talked about it before. Your brain is always looking to confirm what you think, whether it's helpful for you or good for you or not. You know, if you believe you're not good enough, that's what your brain's going to look for. Or if you think I'm not worthy, that's what your brain's going to look for. So you're going to come out on the short end of all your comparisons because your brain's looking for 
ways to say that, oh, yeah, I'm right. I'm not good enough. (laughs) And really, if you'll notice when you're doing that, when you're comparing, it's also connected to our desire for happiness and to feel better. We always tend to think that that is something that we need to get outside of ourselves. So, you know, it's like, well, if I looked like that, I would be happier. If I had 10K months, I would feel better. I would have more confidence. You know, if I could just get to where they are, if I just had what they have, I would be happier and I would feel better. And that's what we're telling ourselves. But, you know, as we've discussed before, external circumstances do not control our feelings. Our thoughts do. If you show up to where they are (laughs) with the same brain, you're going to have the same thoughts. It's very common for people to be like, no, really? How can you say that I wouldn't be happier and more confident at 10K months? I would. If I was making $10,000 a month at my business, how would I not be confident? I would be doing great. I would feel better. But if you're taking this same mindset that you've had and it's comparing and it's like, I'm not good enough, it's going to start looking for other things. Like, you know, well, so-and-so is having 25K months. Why am I not having those? Or I'm not doing it as consistently as so-and-so. Or she's doubled. She's tripled. You know, and you're just going to start looking for that, looking for something else. Because you're using the same mindset that you had. And that's why, you know, you see people... We've, we've talked about this before when we talk about success, you know, you see people at all different levels of achievement, success, or different goals that people might have. You know, you see people living in your dream home that are miserable. You see people who are beautiful, you know, like that's a thought, but people like certain celebrities that are considered by a lot of people to be beautiful and they're not happy and they don't think they're beautiful, right? They've got an eating disorder or a drug problem. Not saying all of them do, but some of them do. They have trouble finding a relationship that works or they get even get cheated on. You know, all these things that were like, well, if I looked like that, I wouldn't have these problems, right? I mean, some of the most beautiful women in the world probably still don't like photos of themselves. And they're like, oh, yes, please Photoshop this before it goes out, (laughs) right? We know that that happens. And So if you show up with the same mind, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to feel better because it's not those things. It's not our circumstances. It's not people. It's not things outside of us that make us happy. It's our own thoughts about what is going on and how we feel about it and what it means about us. That's where our happiness comes from. Your thoughts create your feelings, which lead to your actions, which generate your results. So same brain is going to be the same thoughts, (laughs) even if you get to that thing that you're comparing yourself to and you have it. What can you do about it then? You're like, wait, now you're telling me if I get there, I'm not going to feel any better either. Great. I'm just going to always feel crappy. No, we can work on that now. We can work on being happy with what we have now and not comparing ourselves to others so that no matter where we are, you know, even as we grow, we're going to carry that mindset with us where, yeah, I'm happy. This is awesome. I like this. I like what I have. I feel good about myself. I'm confident. I still want to grow. 
I still want to maybe get more money or I, I want to get my hair done. I want to, you know, dress a certain way. You know, you can still do those things if you actually like doing them, but it's all about the thoughts underlying it. Like, do you feel good with it or without it? And you can start working on that now. You can be happy because it is your thoughts. So, you know, look at those things that you're comparing. Like, use those moments when that starts happening to identify things, areas that you don't feel good enough and that you're struggling with, right? If it's looking at someone and you're like, she's more beautiful or she's more successful, you know, whatever it is, do a thought download. Why is she better than you? Why are you not feeling good enough with this comparison? Just write it all down, do the thought download, keep going until it's all out, you know, and then start looking at those underlying beliefs that are triggering that and identifying new thoughts to practice. And especially like if it was, you know, someone is more beautiful. I know that a thought that Carl Lowenthal teaches is like, you know, she would think all beings suffer, right? That's important to remember because (laughs) someone is not happier because of their looks. That's a circumstance. Everyone suffers. Like we said, even beautiful, amazing women still have relationship issues, right? They still can be cheated on. It's all about your thoughts. It's not, it's not actually about anybody's attractiveness, right? Which, you know, varies anyways. You might not look like Beyonce, but to someone, they like the way you look better than they like the way Beyonce looks. It's true. I know. I'm not just like pumping you up with positive thinking there. That is true. <laughs> there is someone and you're just their jam. Or even if it's like someone's business, and you're looking at them and you're like, oh my gosh, they're having 10K months. I should be having 10K months. Write all that down and look at like what you're thinking and identify those thoughts and then start working them through. Like I should be further along. Okay. You can question that thought. Why? You're learning this process. You're doing your business. Who says that you should be further along? This is just a thought, you know, and you can start thinking people have different journeys. I don't know her journey. I am on my journey this is where I'm at. Look where I've come from to get here. I've grown, you know, I didn't have a business. Now I do. That's huge. (laughs) And that's another thing that shows that it's our thoughts. I know a lot of people, they start their own business and then they immediately go to that. I'm not doing as well as so-and-so. You started your own business. Congratulations. That's amazing. Like sit with that for a minute. And before you move on to why it's not good enough. So, you know, look at a thought like that and be like, I am successful. What is my definition of success? Is it a 10K month or is it that I started a business, that I'm sticking with it, that I'm learning, that I'm going to get to a 10K month when the time is right for me and I've figured it out? Use that comparison to identify those thoughts, those underlying thoughts that are areas where you're feeling that you're not good enough or you're not worthy and start working on those, putting them through the thought stairs and changing those thoughts to thoughts that are serving you and true because you are good enough and we are all different. And so comparing is just, you know, a pointless exercise because, you know, like we said, even in those situations where you might compare to give yourself a little self-esteem boost, it still doesn't work right? You don't feel better because you've decided in your mind you're better than 
Jane Doe because over here, Jane Smith is doing this. So <laughs> it's good to eliminate that comparison on all levels and look at the underlying thought and say, okay, this is what's causing my pain. Not that I'm lacking something, but that I have this thought that's not true. I know that's a rough one and I totally understand that. So I'm happy to share this with you to answer any questions you might have. Again, as always, if you want to apply this and you're like, I don't know, this sounds good. I'd love to stop comparing myself, but I'm not sure how to do this, how to apply this to my life. Please sign up for a consult with me. I would love to be your coach and help you through this as my coach helped me. And, you know, I have trained and studied for this moment so that I could be here and help you experience that change that I've experienced and learn the tools that I use that make my life better every day. That's what I'm here for. That's what makes me happy. So take that step. I know it can be scary. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm scared. What if it doesn't work? These are all thoughts. Take that step. Reach out. Once we get started working together, we can undo those thoughts <laughs> that are holding you back, maybe from signing up to work with me or whatever it is in your life that you're wanting and you know you feel like you can't have and that you're not good enough so it's your life there's no reason to spend it feeling like that feeling like you're not good enough that nothing you do is good enough let's get started let's make a change and i hope you all you know have gotten benefit and value today and just have a fantastic day until next time <laughs>